Watch who? Hello. Hello and welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yay! And it feels a bit like we've had a summer holiday, but we haven't. <laughs> we've not, no. Because there was an episode last week, but in terms of us recording, well, it's been a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, that's because you had a little holiday. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had that sort of break between the 60s and the 70s, and now we're back, and yeah. we're just sort of getting back back into it, aren't we? So, yes, I was away at the Utopia convention, so I've got a, I thought I'd give you a little few snippets of that. Go for it. Because go we for have, it. I've it was told, a while ago for it, listeners, it a, but yeah. not... Well, it was for us as well. It was, it, while, it was it actually was a while ago, but we just haven't had a chance to yeah. sort of catch up about it. So I'll, I'll tell you a few things that are relevant, I suppose. Okay. It was my second meeting with Caroline Ford, Susan. So obviously last time, it was very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What did she say last time? Remind me. uh, She said, say hi to your dad. That was it. So I was like, great, here we go. Opportunity number two. Yeah. What am I going to say to Caroline Ford? I was thinking maybe I talk about Keys of Marinus or something like that. And then I remembered light bulb moment oh, here we go so a couple of years ago in doctor who magazine right she said she watches neighbors oh and she follows neighbors yeah and i tweeted about it and doctor who magazine printed my tweet saying oh i'm really glad caroline ford watches neighbors nice of course so i was like i could ask her about that because obviously i love neighbors as well <laughs> <laughs> so there we are i'm queuing up oh, god and i give her like a c uh, a cd for her to sign and I was like, oh, my God, I need to ask her this. So I just went, oh, um, do you still watch Neighbours? I read somewhere that you, <laughs> that you watched it. And she looked at me and she was like, I haven't seen it for a long time. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and she was like, oh, I, I did catch it um, briefly the other day, but everybody's changed so much. I didn't recognise the characters. Uh, they've got grown beards and things. And I was like, oh, Okay. Um, I know who she's referring to in that. Uh, so, and then the conversation sort of stopped, and I and I just went, "Oh, because I really love Doctor Who, but I really like Neighbours as well." <laughs> and she was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I, I was like, "Oh my, did I say that?" Oh, like, "Oh yeah, you're you're great, but actually, I really like Neighbours as well." Like, oh, so that's it. That's I'm done with Carol now. That's it. Me and Susan, we've we've had our encounters. I don't think I need any more. Say hi to your dad for me. <laughs> so now she thinks I'm some like crazy neighbours fan. Well, you are. Well, yeah, but not like crazy, crazy. I I mean, and actually think about it, it was like about two years ago. She probably did that interview. So <laughs> there That's we are. Funny. So that was a bit of a highlight. And oh, I showed you the picture of there was this couple there who were cosplaying as Carmaker and the First Doctor. Yes, yes. Oh, that was so sweet. You enjoyed that. From the Aztecs, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and the other news. Okay, I I have not mentioned this at all. Um, So I made this Ganitas t-shirt, right? Yeah, which one? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going for Ganitas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I made, actually I made a couple and I gave one to Joe, who was on our All Stars episode a few weeks ago. He ended up wearing his at the convention. I didn't wear mine in the end, right? Mm. So he was going around for a whole day wearing it, and people were like, oh, that's a cool T-shirt and everything. Yeah. 
basically, cut a long story short, he posted a picture of him on Twitter with it. So the guy that plays Ganatus, he's obviously, he died a few years ago, right? <laughs> um, but his, his name is Philip Bond, the actor. Right. And his uh, daughter is Samantha Bond. She plays, she's like the aunt in Downton Abbey. She's in a oh, lot yeah, of different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, basically, basically, then I got a message on Twitter from Philip Bond's granddaughter saying, me and my mum have seen the T-shirt. Oh we think it's really funny. Where can we get them from? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I messaged her, I was like, oh, I just made them for, like, fun because we love Ganatus. Um, and I was like, what sizes do you want? And I'm going to send them oh, a couple of Ganatus T-shirts. Oh, That's so, <laughs> so great. Actually, I, they said they'd get back to me with sizes. They haven't yet, so I need to chase that up. But I will send his family... <laughs> <laughs> Some Ganatus t-shirt. I might actually do, because she said Ganatus is my granddad, so I might make Aww. a Ganatus is my granddad t-shirt for Mock her. Mock it up for her and yeah. see. And see yeah. if she wants that. So That's so funny. I can't believe that. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to sell them. I mean, technically, have we got their permission now? Well, that's the thing. I was like, why are they getting in touch? They just check in, you know, mm. <laughs> copyright or something. Yeah. Because that's what. I, that's why I said I was like, I've only made two just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So yeah, I couldn't believe that. That's so <laughs> we, funny. Reached out to Gansis's family. Uh, maybe because I mean, so. not to make money. We'll sell them like as in like for. Yeah, it's um, just fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, if people want are. to let us know if you fancy a gay for Ganitus t-shirt <laughs> as well and then we'll get some prices and yeah. not to make money just for like you say for yeah. I mean because we all love Ganitus yeah exactly I, so I could funny. not believe that I was like oh my god that is hilarious okay anyway, well so there are a couple of highlights obviously I met some other actors and stuff there that you haven't met yet yeah. so I'll talk about those as they as, as we meet they, the characters as we appear yeah but in terms of who we know so far it was mainly sort of Karen Ann Ford again so there we are also I mean we have got a few a few things um I got a message on Instagram mm. from Matthew Cox and I didn't actually I think he sent this after our Space Pirates episode so it's okay. a little bit old um I just didn't see it so sorry about that um, but I wanted to let you know. So we were obviously talking about the missing episodes uh, with oh, the yeah. Space Pirates. He says, um, going with Sarah's Moulin Rouge DVD <laughs> analogy, whilst she may own the physical disc, the film itself is still owned by the copyright holders. This is why DVD piracy was such a thing back in the day. The same goes for people hoarding missing episodes. The BBC still legally own them all. I see. Okay. That's what he did. So, you know. Okay. Well, no, then that's fine. I I will take that. I completely can see that. He also says you should do Marco Polo in full. Maybe. Which I also agree with. Maybe one day we will go back. I think now, now you've got used to the recon stuff, I think yeah. he thinks it might be easier for you. Yeah. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> Your face, you're just like, no. No. I don't, maybe we'll do Sorry. it one Christmas or something. We'll do a Christmas special where. Christmas special, Marco Polo. Sarah revisits Marco Polo. <laughs> that gives me plenty of time to prepare now. I've got till Christmas. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, it will, we'll do it one day. We'll do it one day. Yeah. But also, on the same note, on uh, from the Space Pirates and missing episodes and stuff, if anyone is interested, that neighbours guy is still messaging me. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I've stopped responding now. I yeah. get uh, well. Actually, That's no, what I did. It's been about three weeks of me ignoring all the messages. I did get back today because all I said, just as an update, everyone, um, I said, okay, I'll get more. I'll get these VHSs to you. 
Yeah. So I'm quite busy. And then we agreed August. I said August because, you know, that was a couple of months ago because yeah. I knew. And then it's just, when's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? I'm like, August. He's like, first of August. I'm like, well, maybe not first of August, but I said August because it's not happening in June. When's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? I'm like, I said August. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's still going on. Um, and he did message to say he's got some Doctor Who VHS as well. So <laughs> trying oh to get get my attention there. Yeah. But um, I hope he hasn't, well, he obviously hasn't listened. I don't know. Anyway, I um, there you go, everyone. That's our updates. I wonder whether you'll just snap. No! I've so, just ignored. Yeah. I've just ignored. You're a better person than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. And um, so last week we did Spearhead from Space. Yeah. We are now... Getting into the third Doctor. With Mike with us. And we had Mike, yes. Well, this week... Oh, here's a clue, okay? Well, it's not a clue, because we all know what's going on, but let me just try and do this. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm recreating the music. You didn't need a I... piece of paper to do that, Mark. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's the Silurians. <laughs> we watched this mainly separately. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry, sorry, I don't know. That, that threw me, that question. I'm sorry. Okay. We did. We, uh, I did one to three, then I had a break, and I did four and five all in one day. And then six and seven we watched together. Yeah, we have just watched the last two. With a brew dog um, burger. And I'm going to just slowly, because I forgot the intro again, but I'm not going to make a big thing of it, and I'm just going to say, here we are in the caves underground. <laughs> um, and we're just going to go through into the, the uh, Silurian chamber. So I've got my little device. I want to be in the Silurian chamber. Oh, well, we're here now. I've got the it entry thing. might get blown up by Oh, well, the... we're, we're fine. We've got, we've got seven episodes before we <laughs> get blown up. <Okay. laughs> well, I thought it'd be nice and cool down here because we've had a bit of a heat no. wave. It's hot in the Silurian chamber. Oh, They're yeah. reptiles. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's um... the last place I want to be. <laughs> we've just, we're in like a heat wave. Okay, yeah, maybe. Well, we're here now. I'll turn the thermostat down somewhere over here. <laughs> I saw that Solarian guy do it earlier. I'd rather so. be in that guy's house with the broken thermostat, the broken thermostat, you know. Yeah, but it was, it was broken. That was hot in there as well, it wasn't, wasn't it? It wasn't broken, though, was it? Yeah, but it was hot. Yes, you just turned it down. He's obviously turned it up and said it was broken. Oh, okay. Because he had a reptile in there. Oh, of course. So he said to the doctor, it's broken. Anyway, can I... Okay, well, let's... Should I start again with a different intro? Yeah, I don't want to okay. be in a hot Okay, cave. well, I'll, I'll just be a bit general, okay? So, we're still exiled to Earth. Great. We're still on Earth right now. The yeah. Time Lords have exiled us. Yeah. I don't know what we did. I'm going to blame you. Fine. <laughs> we're going to be it. on Earth for a little while, I think. So, here it we are. It probably was my fault, here so, Here we yeah. are on Earth in an undisclosed location that's neither hot nor cold. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we be, like, in the um, headquarters that he sets up? Like the, the research place, the Cyclotron Room. There we are. We're there, Mark. Okay, Cyclotron Room. Fine. Fine. Um, <laughs> There's a nuclear reactor just on the wall by us. Yeah, that's fine. That's not going to go off anytime soon. Yeah, cool. Um, right, so, yeah, Doctor Who and the Silurians, to give it its full title. I still think, I don't know, is this true or not, I should ask you, when it's a long 
story, like seven episodes, I get a little bit worried that you're going to lose a bit of interest. But have yeah. we actually got past that point by now? No, I haven't. But I've learned how to manage it. Fine, okay. No, so longer I'm sto- not at a point where I could just sit and do seven in a row, I don't think. Well, no, I mean, I don't think I would do seven in a row. No. I mean, this one for me... I, yeah, I, I feel like they are sometimes a bit long, these seven-episode ones. Actually, I didn't think it was too bad. Well, it, I think if you sit down and did all of them, I think if you do break it up, yeah. it doesn't seem as bad. But so, I think it gets a little bit repetitive if So you whereas, do. like, previously when we've had six sevens and stuff, and I've, it's my issue's been more where the hell is the story going? I didn't feel like the story didn't justify being seven. Like, it felt like it, it didn't feel like there was padding. It felt like everything felt like it fit within that frame. Um, but there's very few things that I can watch seven of in a row. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. TV show-wise. I can do, like, four. Seven's a lot. And I think the way that I've in my I've come to work with it is, okay, well, three, sometimes four, I can do in one sitting. And then I can finish off the rest. But that's, yeah, I have to break it down. Mm. But I think that's with anything. There's very yeah. few things I, Yeah, I no, do. it's not just season Four, seven five, of Doctor Who. Four, five, seven, no. yeah. No. I can't think of anything no. that I've done that much of. Because I when I watched this, I didn't have this on video or anything, and in the 90s, I think we mentioned this last week, they started to show this season on yeah. TV. And I think they did either one or two episodes a week, like on a Wednesday and a Friday or yeah, something. Yeah. And I remember this one, I, I just remember this one being on for like a good couple of weeks, not like seven weeks like you would have back yeah, in the yeah. day, but at least like three weeks it was on. Well, and, and I remember getting bored from it. And I, I remember w- taping the first couple of episodes and then by the end of it, I was like, oh, I can't be bothered to watch it. I'll go around someone's house and yeah. play computer games or something. I didn't, I wasn't worried about it. Well, I just, I was just going to say then, I normally when I do watch a lot of one thing, I'm never actually watching it. So, for example, something like Friends is probably something that I could put on TV all day, but I'm not watching it all day. I might be doing other stuff, but I know it so well that I don't need to sit and watch it. Does that make like yeah, make sense? Like or Gilmore Girls. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is the yeah. hour-long episodes. I've probably done seven in a day at one point, but because I've watched it already, it's I can watch it and I can also go and do like make my tea at the same time. Whereas for this, because everything's the first time for me, having to like, very first time, <laughs> I was waiting you're waiting for that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to concentrate. So also that's tiring. When you've not, when you're trying to soak it in and remember, and and it's not just like, okay, I sit and watch, but you've got to try and remember names and little details. Like it, it's a lot. Mm. I suppose that's the difference because I the, I've watched these yeah. eventually. I've watched these a lot of times. So mm. me going over them now, yeah, I take some notes, but I generally do know it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I can have that sort of background time with it. Yeah, exactly. And you can also, I think, there's a different. You can switch off. Like if you miss like a minute or so, where your brain just switches off for a mental break, that's okay. I can't. Yeah. Because I've got okay. to sit here and talk about it. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> well let's do that then yeah let's get in <laughs> so part one yeah we start off with some caves yeah uh, some guys caving and we see this dinosaur thing 
And then you've got the Doctor working on Bessie, which is his car. Yes, I saw that, yeah. Uh, so it's very, like I think you said earlier, it's very different. It doesn't feel like Doctor Who. So, yeah, I almost... That we've if had I, so far. If I put this on, I wouldn't necessarily think this was Doctor Who. Okay, so you're still getting used to him being on Earth. I mean, I know this is only like the second one. So like, obviously, Spear from Space was so very different. Do you know what? It's interesting. I have accepted him as a Doctor, I don't think he's as good as Troughton so far, but whereas previously I really struggled to adjust, I've very much accepted that he's a doctor now. We've not once seen the TARDIS. Well, no, it's We've gone it's seven out of episodes action. where. But they haven't even gone in it. Well, it's out of action, there's no point. Yeah, but surely he can, like. Do, like, why couldn't he start in it and come out or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, a reminder that this is the show. It is, yeah, it's very different, isn't it? Because every episode of Doctor Who starts with the TARDIS. Mm. Well, it starts with Bessie now. It starts with Bessie now. It starts with Bessie and then the Brigadier saying, this is mission of the week, we, this is happening. Yeah. Something happening on Wenley Moor. It just feels like it could be some sort of detective show. Do you know what I put down, as I was watching episode one and two, a bit sort of like Jonathan Creek type yeah. thing, no, isn't I, it? Yeah, I completely you know, like, feel that. There's a little team, Brigadier, Liz and the Doctor, yeah. and something happens and they have to go off and investigate and the Doctor's always there's looking at things in a different way to everybody else. Absolutely, yeah. That's all it is. Uh, that's just, But that's a good thing about all of Doctor Who and what you'll find as we go through it, it every couple of years, five or six years or something, it does completely change. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's the same show, but different. I don't know, maybe because it's on Earth as well. I don't know. but Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Liz, I noticed she's already in a short skirt. Clothes yeah. watch, number one. <laughs> After long. the other, it didn't take long, did it? No. <laughs> uh, so they go off to this research station and we've got Dr. Lawrence, Dr. Quinn, Major yeah. Baker. So we meet our, our cast of the week. Yeah. Uh, I noticed, I thought there was a lot of extras going around, you know, sciencey people in the background. You've got all the unit soldiers. Like, I feel like there's a bigger cast than we've had before yeah, in this. Yeah, but that said, it also still felt like it was in the studio. Well, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but <laughs> that's how I know Doctor Who. Does that, like... Oh, yeah, it still I don't think of changed. it as, like, location. Yeah. When I think of last week's, which was just, like, everywhere, and it felt like a movie, yes. this week feels like we're back we're in... We're back to those 60s days. Yeah. Yeah. And we are. Yeah, just much. in colour with a yeah. different doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On so, so the mystery kind of starts. This technician who got attacked in the caves, he's drawing these cave paintings, uh, and the doctor's like, it was some kind of fear. What's made him like this? Some kind of fear. It's absolutely incredible. He's thrown his mind back millions of years. Well, you get a sort of a clue of what's going on. So there's Dr. Quinn and that lady scientist. Sorry, I've forgotten your name right now. You feel like there's something going on that they're not telling people. And I'm yeah, like, Yeah, they Ooh. say, don't they? They say something like, we've got to keep that quiet. Oh, yeah. They say it's not with unit around. They do say something, yeah. don't they? You're like, mm. Yeah, so they're dodgy couple of the week. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that they could go up for a couple of the decade, possibly at some point. They're not a couple. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're they're a couple in my mind. In Mark's mind, they're, <laughs> they're a couple. They're added to the list. But many th- Oh my god! <laughs> I should keep a list as we go along, so when we get to the end of a season, it's a bit easier to go through. Yeah, you um, probably should. Yeah. But- we don't. Um, I noticed there's a very nice 70s coffee machine in the boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> it looks rather nice, little filter coffee yeah. machine. But what have I got here? I've just written Beardy Guy Was a Surprise, which I think there was a scientist. 
oh, with yeah. a beard, and he started to go like there's something affecting people, and even Liz feels a bit funny in that room. There's something which going is on, which doesn't really explain it. Eventually, no, it doesn't really there go is anywhere. No explanation for that at all. It's not like okay, I'm jumping it. It's not like they've got the plague. Not yet, no. Um, and it's not like the things are there. I've, I got it as that there's some kind of psychic energy. Because actually, okay, yeah, going ahead, these people see the Silurians or the dinosaur or whatever, yeah. and, they, and they go a bit, um, they're all like traumatised, aren't they? And then but, suddenly they drawing these cave paintings. It's, I think it's tr- supposed to be saying it's, because the, the Silurians are from a time before humans. Yeah, and yeah. Is it bringing out a sort of, a, what's the word? Bringing out the, uh, not <laughs> What's the word? I don't know what you're like going with Neanderthal it. nature of oh, right, humans and making them go back to be cave... It's, I didn't really understand... Yeah, I didn't get that either. Did it not explain why they ended up drawing did, cave paintings? Well, I thought that it was, he's so scared he can't use words, so he's drawing. Yeah, but why draw like like a cave person? I don't know. Yeah. I just I didn't see it as I think like as in like he's gone on. I didn't see it as going back in time in terms of time. Yeah. I saw it as in like human time as in to a child. Oh, okay. So you know how children I was draw like, on walls. I don't know, like race memory. I was thinking or of pillars. Children yeah. draw on pillars on walls. <laughs> children draw on pillars. <laughs> Quite a lot. We've had that experience at work. <laughs> Everybody, Sarah got very annoyed when some children drew on the pillars at work in like red crayon. She was, it was not like, happy. It was like a sharpie. It wasn't a crayon. <laughs> so what's this child doing? The parent was just there watching them do it. Arses. Anyway, um, <laughs> get it off. Um, yeah. So children. That's I saw it more as in like right. from fear. He's reverted back to like a child and like can't communicate. Can't and he's like expressing through. But he's obviously still an adult. So maybe he's like he's not drawing like a child because you know he's a grown up. Mm. But his he's reverted back to like talking like a child and acting and scared and not communicating and stuff like that. That's I mean, how I saw it. I mean, it. it doesn't really make that it much makes sense. No sense. It like, makes no sense, but it's an intriguing way to begin the story. Mm. That there's something going on. So then we don't really see... We see this dinosaur thing, but we don't see the Silurians for a while. Um, one of the Silurians is shot, and then we just see its point of view for a very long time. Which is cool. That is a really good way of doing it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really cool. Because you don't see, again, you don't see it. Yeah. You see hands, you see bits, but you don't see it, so that's quite cool. Mm. Um, and then you know that Quinn know again, Quinn knows something. We have the kazoo music, oh, like I mentioned the music before. music is awful. The music is terrible. I'm so glad you agree with me. I think a lot of people like this music. It's just weird. It, in fact, to the point, it doesn't... Sometimes it happens and you're like, that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, um, you know, somebody talking, oh, we're just doing the signs. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Or like, I don't know, they're just there. Something, and it's... It's really... There's no... At least, okay, look, I'm going to go back to my other least favourite music, which was, um, come on, Mark, sing him. Cowboys. 
Gunfighters. Gunfighters music. Right, Ugh. where are you going with this? Elisa Gunfighters music, when it happened, there was context to it. It was usually start and end. It was usually after a big scene. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, I had words, so I explained it. Oh, there was a theme to it. There was a theme to when that music appeared, right? Because mm. I'd usually go, oh, right before it, because I knew that. Me- like, this had no rhyme or reason. It was kind of like someone's gone, okay, so we've been given this soundtrack, uh, or this bit of music, I'll just stick that one on. There is no context to any of it. They could be in a really happy, and the music's like, burr, burr, burr. Like, it's <laughs> really odd. Think, I've got the gunfighters music in my head with the Silurians, <laughs> so I'm just thinking like... <laughs> The Silurians are going across the moor. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the caves. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I always sing? I should not sing. (laughs) You need to stop me singing. Oh, Mark, Um, why would I do that? Why would I do that? Well, Quinn, we see knows where the Silurians are, and they give him a little homing device to track down the injured Silurian. Um, Oh, and that's when... So the Silurian finds refuge in this barn, right? I thought we were going to have another old couple again that was going to fall in love with. It's farmer and wife of the week again, isn't it? Only brief, though. It's not as good as the other ones. (laughs) It's so brief. But Megan, whoever, last week, in Spearhead from Space. But imagine if... Those guys from Sphere from Space, they've just recovered from that. And then she finds the Silurian. It's they just the, do this like, running joke. Every week, Farmer and his wife finds the alien in their house. The same ones. Same I mean, it, you are getting the same things. You know, country and the country. The country. <laughs> and they're like, right, we've moved out to this part of the country now. No more weird things. Right, okay, I'm going to go there. Gonna go out, love. Don't you go poaching? I won't. I won't. Oh, it's happened again. Oh no! Oh my god. Yeah, they should be in every week. Um, and we get them. a country hospital again later on. It's yeah. you're getting the same things already, actually. Yeah. Um, well, apparently, you know, the UK is just all country, isn't it? So. I suppose. Well, yeah. Or I London. Suppose, like London. Or London yeah. or country. Or <laughs> farmer's wife with a yeah. headscarf. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Liz is attacked in the barn. Do you know what she is? She just gets on with it. That's yeah. what I like about Liz. I like she Liz. is attacked, and the doctor's like, "Are you okay? What did you see?" And she's like, "Right, we need to sort this out." And she's she's injured. Like farmer's know. wife can't even speak. I was thinking <laughs> oh, yeah. that farmer's wife. I thought that Liz was going to be like out for an episode for like recovering. Yeah, you see, if that was the 60s, if that They'd was like... They'd have been like, like holiday time. Yeah, exactly. That would be perfect. If that was like Barbara or someone, yeah, they would be out They'd of it. They'd be like, but... she needs to rest. She'll tell us when she comes round. Yeah. What, do you like She's fine. I love Liz. I think she's great. She's done... And she's a really good compliment to, well, not only the Doctor, but the Brigadier. As a three, they work really well. In the, in the way that... She works well with the Brigadier and she works well with the Doctor, but the Doctor and just the Brigadier wouldn't work. Well, no, because they do have a funny relationship, don't they, where yeah. the Brigadier doesn't really understand where the Doctor's coming from. Like He's got the Doctor there. He knows he needs the Doctor to work out all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. But the Brigadier's default is to be like army and not actually listen to the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Which is where the conflict is and Liz is sort of... 
The middle ground. The middle of But it. she's a really good middle ground because she could have been like, and again, I would jump ahead a little, but you said there's a point when she's explaining to the brigadier, i.e. the audience, mm. what's going on because she's a scientist. So she's really, she's so key and useful for that. Like, that's why you need her. It's really, it's really mm. smart. And she's like a strong, independent woman and I'm all for it. Great, yes. We love Liz. I could imagine her... Being Rapunzel. Rapunzel? What? Yeah, like, as in... Oh, the attitude. Yeah. Right, I was going to say, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the heat. Uh, No. um, I mean, she... Yeah, she's... um, But that actress, in the way she plays it, I could imagine her playing Rapunzel. Like, sort of, she's very matter-of-fact and very... She gets a bit frustrated, though. Yeah. I don't think she's had to make the tea or anything, from what I remember. Not yet. Not yet. No. I don't think so. We get helicopter time then, because they're searching on the moor. Quinn is like, oh, I'm not not going on the moor, I'm going home. But then he he parks up in the middle of the moor and waves at the helicopter going past. And they're like, oh yeah, we saw Quinn, he's lying where he is. It's like... Don't go out in the middle of the moor where they're all searching. This because is I know a point. he's searching for the thing. And this I- is a point, though, where the brigadier is a bit useless. Because the doctor said, like, mm, I think something's on. And he's like, mm, I'd leave him. I'm not interested in him. And then they've gone, mm, he's lying where he keeps on lying where he is. At that point, I'd be like, mm, OK, let's keep an eye on him. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they'd... Because he's the, the doctor at the science thing. They don't really... Question. I think the doctor knows. Yeah, and he keeps saying it. It's not like the doctor's not telling him. Yeah, I'd have been like, mm, we'll keep, we'll put, put a man on him. Yeah, exactly. To check they where don't. he's going. Something yeah. like that, you know. There's too many people down the caves. He's just bothered about the caves. And you've got Major Baker, who is the security guy. Who's, yeah. I mean, you always have this. I mean, we haven't got what we haven't got in the '60s, where they go into alien planets and stuff. Is who are you? You're a spy. You're a prisoner. What are you doing on this planet? With the Doctor and Liz being with Unit, they cut out all that red tape and they're allowed to go wherever they want and do pretty yeah. much what they want, apart from when they come up against the people like Major Baker or uh, Quinn or Dr Lawrence who are like, this is my facility, what are you doing? I think it's that's about respect, what we, though. That, yeah, that's what we've replaced it with. Yeah. So Major Baker's like, I'm the security guy. This is what we should be doing. Yeah. I put Major Baker fancies Liz because they have a quite a few moments. I don't know. He's, he seems keen on her. Am I just reading? Why am I reading this into I did it? not spot that at all. Other than like, <laughs> I think because Liz is in charge of personnel. <laughs> anyway, they had a few moments, I thought. Because okay. she visits him in hospital. Well, yeah, because and... she's in charge of personnel. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I felt he like he was a bit like... Maybe. Uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> I need to find a name, the scientist lady. I'm so sorry, I haven't got her name. Uh, I want to say Miss Dawson or something. I haven't got a clue. I'm terrible with The one that I said going out with Quinn, who's got the house in Australia. I've put, like, with with Quinn, she's sort of keeping his secret. And then I've put here, she's like, oh shit, Quinn, you are crazy. (laughs) You are on the side. She realises, but she realises too late, and then he gets killed by the... But it, it, it might kill you. It's already killed that, that farmer. That creature in there is a scientist. With the knowledge it can give me, I can It prove... won't give you anything. Unless I get it back to the caves, it will die. And I won't take it back until it tells me what I want to know. 
Dalton's goes to the house and his he's yes. got the thermostat broken. Yeah, the thermostat that. thing. I like the doctor sort of going in there and he knows. He knows, doesn't he? And uh, but he doesn't aggravate. But then at the end, he's like, I know. And yeah. um, I mean, this is the end of part three, and the doctor's face to face with the Silurian. Yeah. When it walks in, because that's the first time you really see it. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's the monster moment of. What do you think of the Silurians then? Colour is not great for 70s monsters, <laughs> is how I feel so far. Oh, yeah, but the Autons last week, they were really They good. were fine, but... I suppose we got Creature this time. Yeah. Autons were quite simple, weren't they? Yeah, they were just, like, plastic. Yeah. yeah, whereas these, I don't know, It's we're not that far ahead enough to be, like, really... If it was in black and white, I think it would forgive a bit more. Okay. So just that in mind. But uh, I think it's good. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, you... There's it's not got a too third many... eye. It's, they've got their eye. They don't have guns. They've got their eye that goes like... Yeah. Doo, 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 doo. I always get their face. I Where their mouth is moving, I always think that's their nose. Oh, okay. I keep seeing that as a nose that moves. But it's a mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I see I a face. I do yeah. see their face and their third eye. Yeah. What about their voices? Oh. Because we're always a bit critical sometimes of the monster voices. The, the I... dickhead one is the most annoying. But why are we going to this? Why yeah. are we doing going down here? Oh, you're so <laughs> annoying. I was like, what is happening? I, I don't know. It's a different voice. We haven't had it before. It's not like a monoid. It could be like that. I will not tell you anything. The creature is becoming aggressive again. I will force it to answer. You can distinguish between them because their voices are different. But that one in particular, I was like, if I was one of the other guys, I'd be like, I don't want you being the bloody... You're so annoying. His voice is really like... You know, the leader one is very like... And then... I don't know. Maybe I just expect more of like a grimacy tone to it to be the bad one. But oh, you're so annoying. Yeah, they don't have the yeah evil tone of something. It's but more, I guess they're not supposed or, to be and, evil. Well, they're not. But reptilian, they could have gone down the ice warriors route and oh, been all God, like that. Yeah, I the think ice it's... warriors are from the moon. These are from <laughs> Earth. Like the, the ice is like cold. These guys like hot. Yeah. So they like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, um, it's odd. I mean, it. look, it's just that one. There's only one okay. that annoys me. So, so they're not probably a... like a memorable monster for you no. so far. No. Okay. I keep forgetting what they're called. Silurians. Yeah, you're going to have to keep telling me that. Okay. And it's the name <laughs> of the they episode. Are, but they, yeah, they're not like an invading monster. I mean, they they were there first. That's a good concept. Uh, and they're waking up. and and But then they do, obviously, they release... Oh, it is Miss Dawson. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes. Miss Dawson. The Doctor and Liz go tunnelling to, to see them. There's a lot of up and down in these caves, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. Back and forth. They're up and down that, whatever, however they get down in the caves. We never see, really, we? don't do we? see, do we? They're just suddenly there. Suddenly we're in a cave, <laughs> and the Doctor's obviously got his caving outfit on, and then which he brought with him, apparently. By episode five, the Doctor is talking to them, trying to be a peacemaker between the two civilizations. That's a very doctor moral thing to it do. It is, yeah, yeah. And it shows what this doctor's like. And also, that's why I said they're not, like, trying to take over. They're just trying to exist. Mm. That's the difference, apart from the badass one, who's, like, a dick. But generally, they're just trying to live rather than 
dominate. And you're always going to get a dick. Yeah, of course you are. Otherwise, you're going to get the dick Silurian, and then you've got Dr. Lawrence, who's like, this well, is my To be honest, facility. otherwise, it would have been the um, Brigadier being the dick. He'd have just been like, well, no. like So we can't have him be a complete... We have to justify his dick action. Yeah. <laughs> 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 did not intend that um, we have to justify that otherwise his right. behaviour <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay that's the end of that sentence and that's the end okay, of that right um, <laughs> go back to that I, I think the end of the story is a bit more interesting for me with when the plague comes in. Yes. That really picks up for me. Yeah, and that's also, it's a great twist, as in that's what was needed. If we're going to be seven, that's why it didn't feel like a... Yeah. Oh. And that cliffhanger where the Doctor's like, he's the first one. Okay, well, if we're talking about the cliffhangers, yeah, there's two or three of the Doctor doing his face, his kind of, um, yeah. I don't know, mesmerised face, which is a bit repetitive. But other than that, you've got, this is the first one, is a... Is he dead? Yes. The first one. Is a really... Is that what it it was? I thought it was, you're ill, and then you see the plague. I didn't realise that was the line. Well, he, um, Major Bacon... Because he says it... They're driving up in Bessie, and then he falls down, and then the doctor checks his pulse and stuff. But we see that at the start of episode six. That's the recap. Oh, right, okay. Sorry, that's what I just wanted to check. Yeah, yeah, he's like the first one, yeah. And then it cuts. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not like an action moment or anything. It's just shit's going down kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. It's really good. Um, And now we're going to talk about COVID, aren't we? Well, you can't help but have these parallels, can you? No. I mean, last time we did a parallel to COVID, it was the arc. But this (laughs) makes the arc... Look like nothing, doesn't it? I know. Well, this feels more in keeping it's with it's COVID. It's because it's on Earth, isn't it? It's, it's on, on Earth. Earth. And, you know, we're going through a pandemic, so this is what we know. Gosh, imagine if we'd started this, like, two years ago. We never would have talked about, like, if this was in a real-life pandemic. It fantasy. And well, and it is. It is. Well, it, I mean, it, well, that's kind of the point. You know, this plague that's spreading, it's fantasy, it's Doctor Who, it's fantasy, but our reality right now that we're living in yeah. with COVID, so we were like going, they need to be isolating them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing, because the Brigadier gets out of the gun, and I was like, well, that's a bit harsh. And then but... I said to you, well, they were doing that in China and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's it's funny how that made in the 70s yeah. is now like so relevant still. And yeah. that's a good thing that Doctor Who does. Or just television and well, sci-fi in general yeah, it, yeah. It, it makes you think about these things because maybe i mean back then i suppose it could have been a threat or something but it was so i mean this whole with the covid or the plague it could happen at any time you're seeing it, just it as happens like, to happen because i said to you i remember could have happened back then. really early covid i was walking through ta- like like march april time when it was a really new thing and i was walking through town and i was feeling like hot and then i started like feeling out of breath and obviously, I wasn't out of breath. I was just a bit warm. Mm. And then because being out of breath was also a symptom, breathlessness, I then sort of convinced myself I had COVID. And I rang my, my boyfriend at the time. I was like, I think I've got COVID. And he was like, what? I was like, I'm in town and I'm hot. And I'm just struggling breathing. I feel really breathless walking. He was like, okay, I, was like, I can't go near people. I need to get out of town. What if I've got COVID? And this is when you couldn't even test or anything, you know. 
And I, I, I didn't. Short version, I didn't. By the time I got home, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was just a bit hot in town. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. you, you sort of, because it was this new thing, and um, all we were hearing about were people in hospital, like you suddenly panic, and I was like, oh, if I've got it, and I'm in the middle of the town, I spread it to people, oh, I need to get out of, you know, this whole thing, and then I panicked myself. I'm watching that other guy, and he's, he's obviously ill, and just like... Just walking, walking through, through in London. And that's at Marleybone Station, yeah. actually. Which I know, Mar- like, it hasn't changed. I recognise that. I need to go there and take a photo of me, wherever, <laughs> where he collapses and My stuff. My favourite part of that was when the train attendant guy collapses. That woman's sort of to- talking to him. He collapses and then she just walks off. <laughs> no, like, oh, I'll go and get some help. Oh, gosh, this man's ill. She's just, like, talking. He, oh, 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 he goes. And then she's like... Oh, and then just walks on. I got my directions, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. It's funny, isn't it? Uh, and it's funny seeing, I mean, again, all the extras and stuff, filming in actual Marleybone Station. Uh, it's a th- I know that quite well. I've slept on a bench there many times. <laughs> <laughs> because it was about half an hour away from my uni uh, to go yeah, out yeah. for a night out in London. And I remember, okay, here's story time, everyone. Story time <laughs> Just Mark. really quick. Um, I, I was in the first year in halls and... There was this, uh, there was a couple of guys that I didn't really know. I might have said hello to them once. They weren't on my course or anything. And I was walking in the courtyard in halls and I walked past them and they were like, I was like, oh, hi. And they're like, hi, we're going out to London. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, okay then. And I just went out, like I didn't oh, go it's back a to halls. First year and thing. I just went straight out, got on the train. Yeah. <laughs> we went out to this massive club in London. But we went into this club, right? Um, one of them went one way, one of them went the other. And then I was just on my own and I was like, Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know them anyway, really. Yeah. I was like, great, I'm in London now all night. Um, so I just did what I had to do. I just went to the nearest podium and got up and was like, started dancing. <laughs> and there were some people there and I was like, I'm really sorry. Guys. It was really dark. I can't even remember who I was talking to. I was like, there was this group of people and I was like, um, the people that I'm with, have got, I don't know where they are. So I'm just going to stand here and dance with you lot. And I did for the whole night. That's and hilarious. Then I've done how many hours... And then I remember looking down, I saw them, and I got down. They're like, oh, we're going now, let's go. And I was like, okay. And then we went, <laughs> and then we got break- cooked breakfast, and then we slept on this bench back to Marleybone. I didn't really speak to them much. I spoke to them like once or twice in the whole year. It was really odd. That's what you but... did in first year, though. First year was like, because yeah. you were in holes and, and people, you're just like, yeah, you're oh, just yeah, like, yeah, sure. Do you want to do this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll just go off with you. Like, I was literally on my way back to my room to do something. I left everything on and just ended up going to London. That's so funny. <laughs> I've done that a few times. Classic Mark. But I just remember when I see Marleybone, I'm like, I have <laughs> I have collapsed there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so the... Doctor Who. So we've got sort of COVID in one episode, basically. Yeah. And, and there's... Did you think the bit of them trying to find the... Um, the cure, the vaccine and all that. Well, we were like, I said to you, I was like, they have not, that vaccine, whatever they're doing, has not gone through testing because, like, we know that it needs to go through at least three stages of testing before it can be produced for mass. Like, who are the... Um... It's a major emergency and also... What was, what was COVID, Mark? And no gloves when they're doing all this stuff? But I, I'll allow that because the 60s was different. I trust Liz Shaw with anything <laughs> she can make whatever she wants and inject it into me it's oh fine God. if Liz made it I'm 100% like 
safe with it, I think. It's funny because as we're talking about this, there's an anti-vax There is protest. an anti-vax protest happening right now. And I said we should just screen episode six of the Silurians in town right now to show all the anti-vaxxers like, what could happen. Doctor Who, he's pro-vax. He is. And he's having a go at Liz. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, actually, he's, no, Liz is having a go at the doctor, being like, you need to have the Yeah, vaccine. and he's like, yep, and then oh. we see him get injected. And then we have Dr. If... Lawrence is the anti-vaxxer, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, and then Liz is like, fuck yeah. Like, sorry, <laughs> I haven't sworn so much on here before. <laughs> Mom, I've never swear. I never swear. I don't know like, what's happened. Swears. Sorry. What's that burger I had earlier? <laughs> <laughs> She's, you can see her frustration. Mm. And I just want to be like, yeah, come on, Liz, go out and tell everyone yeah. you've got to get the vaccine. It was. I wonder whether there was something in the seventies. Someone might be able to tell us. Um, I think what, like, as in, I don't. There could have been something where maybe having kids see the doctor take a vaccine would encourage people to have their vaccines mm. because it's it's a really odd thing. They could have just gone like. Have you had yours? Yep, I've taken mine. Do you need your... Do you, they could have just, like, moved on. But it's a good amount of airtime where we... She gets the vaccine ready and she puts it in. He doesn't grimace right. Doesn't, and he's like, oh, all done. Yep. Like, it's a whole thing. And I wonder whether there was something maybe around that time where they were like, let's show the positives for kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't the know. Yeah, I don't know. Take the vaccine. That's so funny. You know, like, um, yeah. when, again, COVID... When everyone was doing like their Dolly washing Parton. hand videos. Oh. <laughs> 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 Completely thinking about different things there. No, I was talking about oh, washing hand washing videos. Hand. Well, Kate Winslet did a good washing hand video. Did yeah. you see that one? And I, have you seen the video of Dolly Parton taking the vaccine? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Oh, that's so good. She's like, vaccine, vaccine. Because <laughs> like, she paid for she helped yeah, develop yeah. it. And she's like, here's my good friend. And he's made this vaccine. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to so, find it. It's I'm so find funny. It. She's like, I wore this short like thing, especially. Yeah, oh, it's so good. I love Dolly Parton. But yeah, they should have done that. In, in the 70s, they could have had the Doctor and Liz being like, hi, kids, you need to get your vaccine. Otherwise, you'll die from the Salurian's plague. Or something. or something, I just wonder I whether there was or something when you, at the you time. You have to have your, what do they have? Polio, your polio I don't know. Or measles or whatever. Yeah, I developed wonder by the doctor and Liz, get your know. measles vaccine. <laughs> but then you have to show how difficult it is to sort out and it's the threat. Well, yeah, and, and also it, it kind of needed to be because it they can't just be like, oh, here we are, here's a vaccine. Like There has mm. to be some, there's no way around that. Have you had any awkward anti-vax conversations? Yes. Because I was, when I got my hair cut the other day, I was saying, like, I know someone that's, like, not bothered about having it. No, he just doesn't want it. The guy, the other barber, is like, he hasn't had it. He doesn't want it. It was a bit, it was a bit awkward because I'd just been, like, having a let's go at being like, why don't you just do it? Like, yeah. doesn't, if you're not that bothered, just do it. And they're like, well, we, don't, we shouldn't be forced to do it and stuff. I feel like that conversation is going to be ramping up. Um, yeah. It's interesting because I had my first one and my mum didn't want me to have my second. My mum's a nurse. Oh, right. Why not? Because I had the Oxford one and then they brought in that they weren't going to do it for 30s and unders and I'm, I was 30 at the time and she was like, they brought it in because of the side effects so I don't want you to have the second one. Because I was like, I've already had it. I can't like this is not my video. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> and um, because because obviously it was the epilepsy, I had it early on. And it's interesting because my mum, we've had a lot of talks about it. My mum was 
during the 60s, actually, and 70s. And she was a nurse and stuff. And when they you were tested, they did a lot of testing on people. Mm. And things weren't... People have been really ill. Like, very... As in, even a few years later, ill. And it, it's from, they've got put it back to that testing and stuff. My mum said, like, she worked at a GP's briefly. And he'd obviously been given like encouraged to like get people to get try this thing so he gave it to her and she was really ill and he like was really sorry he was like I didn't know it was going to do that like I wasn't told that sort of thing now obviously now things are very different though like you know but even my mum my mum had it um my mum had both vaccines but even she was like I still feel nervous about how quick this has been turned around yeah, when you think about it and how nor- normally it would take so many years to but, sort out. But, but then I said, then I said, like, it's because so many more people came forward to be tested, to as in, like, as part of the trials. True. So whereas, like, other things, they're, like, having to pay people to be, you know, or they have much smaller groups and it goes on for longer because you need to test so many people. For this, it's so many people going forward, like, yeah, I will do, I, you know, I'm put me forward for this because I, I want this sorting. And also it was based on something already, like they tweaked something. They, they didn't have to start from scratch. They tweaked something that was already being worked mm. on quite a lot of the time. So in that sense, it that's made it quicker. So, I can, yeah, I can appreciate why people feel how they do, but the reality is that the more people, that it'll only work if everyone does. This is why we don't have polio. Mm, exactly yeah because it was a forced vaccine I mean I understand that's yeah. that ask it, like, that is why polio does not you only get it in really really poor countries now but the reason that kids now don't have to have a polio jab is because everyone used to have a polio jab and it eradicated polio yeah so you know I'm not saying that we're going to eradicate coronavirus but you need at least 70% of the world population 1% of Africa have had it mm. so I mean it's going to be a while Anyway, back to us. The, back to uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah. Um, so Doctor Lawrence, yeah, he is this anti-vaccine, but it's his ego of just running the place and not wanting unit there is what makes him such an annoying character. Yeah. and he's played so well because that's that's his character. He's like the sort of Robson from Fury from the Deep, that shouty leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't get his own way, and his death scene, like when oh, he walks so in, so dramatic. He's got the plague. He all he's thinking about is I want my research thing back. He's dedicated. Yeah, gotta give him that. And then he starts shouting and getting on the table and strengthening the brigadier, and then he just collapses. Yeah, dramatic they, moment of the dramatic season. Dramatic collapses. They walk up straight and go, "He's dead." <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Bloody hell! I'm in charge of this place. When are you going? Or do I have to throw you out myself? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's not over the top. Well, it is over the top, it but is, I love but it, it. But it works for the moment. Yeah. It's great. And also, because you've had quite a quiet... There's so much, you know, Doctor and Liz ticking boxes, doing some things, and it's just all very quiet, and then suddenly you've got that scene of, like, yeah. ah! <laughs> like, in the middle yeah. of it, you just sort of wake up a bit after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's great. And it, I'm like, he had to go. Like, there was yeah, no way yeah. he was going to survive that. And then, yeah, everyone's just, like, dropping all over London... The oh, doctor gets the taken cure. away. He finds the cure. Yeah, he finds the cure. He's writing it down, and then Silurians come and Silurians. Yeah. Silurians, yeah. Silurians come and take the doctor away. Liz finds it and sends it through, so they're going to start yeah. testing it, and... and they get it sorted 
yeah. ASAP. <laughs> yeah. You don't really see after the after effects though. Like a lot of people in London were dropping down. I'm like, yeah. Let's get that vaccine out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, clothes watch number two. Big moment here. Doctor in uh, a t-shirt. The doctor is wearing a t-shirt. Is this the first time we've ever seen the doctor wear a t-shirt? I think it is. I think it is. And a tattoo. Well, <laughs> of yes. <a> snake. <laughs> the tattoo, yes, but the, but the t-shirt specifically. He, that whole ensemble makes him look very navy. Well, it, it just makes him look like the seventies, doesn't it? it? I mean, yeah. and actually, is this because he's in his caving gear? He's in his cape. He's in his white t-shirt and stuff. I swear he's he wears not something else. In his else. cape for long. Well, beginning and end. That's his. Yeah, his that's his travel dry, travel thing. He changes quite a lot in this, yeah. more than usual. Yeah, that's a that's a difference. You then have actually, even with all the plague stuff, then you have this last extra bit of the Silurians invading the nuclear plant, yeah. trying to something about these rods that have been put down one by one, and you get the science stuff again of the Doctor and Lears dropping these rods, or yeah. whatever that is. But it's in real time. Sometimes that annoys me a little bit, where it's like, right, Liz, press this button. Yep, pressing button. Pressing button two. Pressing button two. Oh, I enjoyed it. There's some suspense. I, I, know, I suppose it is suspense, but sometimes Maybe I because you've watched it, it's not. Oh, whereas for I me, I, I was like, like, when are they going to do it? Because oh. I understood what was happening, and so why they were doing it. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like some of that is a little bit too real time, <laughs> you know? And then the big moment at the end, the Brigadier blowing up the Silurians at the yeah. end with the Doctor. Where where do you are you on the Doctor's side or the Brigadier's side or are you what what are your feelings of the Silurians at the end? Because I feel sorry for them. Okay, we had a bad leader, but as we've said, there's always one. Yeah. Once he's out the way. It's interesting because I thought that he was dead. And then we see him right at the end waking up and like trying to start it all back up again. So I'm almost glad that they managed to stop that happening. But I also agree with... And I also think for the Doctor, it's like a, cl- a smart alien race has been killed and he's a smart alien race. It's like his own life is of more value as an alien than those. He sees it in a different... He's got that step back, hasn't he? He's yeah, not like he's not human. it's not his planet. It's not... He's just seeing, yeah, he's, two alien races that aren't cooperating yeah and he's trying to mediate yeah and his whole thing was like when as a time lord that we learned from last season was that he wanted to go out he wanted to help why have all this knowledge and power and not do anything Mm. with it so for him i i see his point of view it's a shame that it ended that way for the british but i think it it can't you this is what i meant earlier and i was like we can't have him be a big dick he had to like (laughs) i said somewhere else before but um, but that, but if the Silurians have been like, yes, we want to, okay, we will work with you, we'll work with you, and we're sorry, and that is how it had ended, and then that happened, you'd be like, what a dick. Whereas actually, seeing the really bad one get up, who was not going to change his mind, wasn't going to be reasoned with, then fine, then, yeah, it had to happen. It had to happen. It's, a, it's, it's a sad though. Very downbeat ending for the yeah. story as well. It's a very thinky ending as well. Yeah, yeah. Which shows, I would we have had that in the 60s? I can't think of well, anything like... Well, no, they like just we... moved on to the next event. Well, exactly, which I guess that's they are. the thing. You got in Betsy and off they went. <laughs> Bessie. Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think that's different because in the 60s, it'll be like, 
oh, grandfather, I've just pressed this button. Wah! Yeah. And then you're on to the next one. But here it's like there's a moment we have we had think, some, though. And we... Whoa, think, well, what was the one thinking? you liked? The 12-part one? Dalek's Master. Oh, that was when Sarah Kingdom died. Yeah, but stuff happened outside the... They were in the TARDIS Oh, yeah, watching. and all the Daleks died. And he was like, oh, it's a terrible waste and yeah. too many people have died. Yeah, I suppose that's the nearest thing. Yeah. And I feel like we had one with Patrick Troughton as well where he had... And it's usually when they're back in the TARDIS and they're about to leave and they look out and see mm. and things haven't gone as they expected or as they thought and it's... Mm. That's sad. Um, it's usually those moments. Mm. Another one would be um, when we got... What's her name? Katerina on board. Yes. And the society okay. just started collapsing. Oh, I'm glad we're talking about Katerina. <laughs> of course you are. Or um, the one where it was just the Doctor and Stephen. Oh, the massacre. Yeah, yeah the of end course. of the massacre. Yeah, the massacre. And they were like, no, we have to go now because... Wow. So, this is all your knowledge. This is I know, amazing. I know. <laughs> You're like Mark's telling like, me. they've not had this before. And I'm like, well, actually... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm. I did actually enjoy this more than I thought I would. Yeah. As I say, I'm a bit wary of the third Doctor just because he's not. I think what because we've been doing the '60s so much, and we've gone really in depth as we've gone along with the '60s, and that's where my that's where my mind has been. Yeah. I'm taking a little bit of time getting used to the '70s as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Just because. And yeah, I'll see how it goes with the third Doctor. He's not always my favourite still. But okay. I, I felt like I was a bit too harsh on him last week, maybe. Um, I can see why people love the third Doctor. And this is a, you know, this is quite a fan. Well, I'm not favourite, it, but it's a good, it's good. I'd give it seven out of ten. Yeah, it's a good, uh, Six yeah, and a half story. to seven. If I can't do a half, then mm. it's going up. Yeah. I think people do like this one. Yeah. So, well, next week, seven again. Yeah, okay. And it's called The Ambassadors of Death. Oh, okay. Great. I'll wait for that. It's on Earth. On a set on Earth. (laughs) Can you guess that? Yeah. Uh, I'll get some Ferrero Rocher, maybe. Okay. And... uh... I don't. I have no, other than saying it's on Earth, I have no idea (laughs) what to expect. So yeah, to predict, it's a bit easy now. Yeah. It's on Earth. Bessie might appear. Uh... Yeah, the Brigadier (laughs) probably will be there. Cool, okay then. Well, we'll see everyone for that one. Yeah. Uh, back on track. I uh, hope we haven't put you all off with our COVID uh, talk and yeah. vaccinations, whatever your stance on it is. We're all together in it. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 2WatchWho uh, and you can support us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash 2WatchWho. <laughs> Just mixing it up there. <laughs> And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. To watch who? Here, let's come and sit on this.